Mentally broken besties. Yeah. Man sprinkler and butt slam. Butt slam. Yeah. Okay. I don't know who is who, but you know. I don't know why Brooklyn that. Brooklyn Nine Nine. I love it, and I just kind of wrote it down. I'm like, yeah, man sprinkler, yeah. butt slam. Butt slam. Butt slam. <laughs> oh, no, oh, denied. Yeah, no, that's way better. How's it going, guys? Masha Monday. Monday. Episode four, baby. Fourth week. Fourth week, which is pretty wild to think about. It's big, yeah. Yeah. Like, dang. Done. Fourth week. It's done right. Yeah. I think we've done it right. I mean, we're having fun. Yeah, I am. Living our best lives. Most times, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Even when we have a little issue that's just kind of funny. Yeah. Yes. We always have issues. Yeah. No. <laughs> the episode four. Episode four. We be poor. Yes. That's not the point of the episode, no. but it just rhymes. <laughs> what? No. That's who I am. Yeah, no. Yeah. But, Mashing Monday. Mashing Monday. Monday the 10th, baby. Yes. What's yes. today, Nader? Today. Well, yeah. 10th of October. Mm-hmm. It's Monday. Um, also today. Monday. Is the start of Queensland Mental Health Week. Yes. Which also includes on this Monday um, Mental Health Day. Because mm. they just like to add it on and give a lot of people opportunities to yeah. like, be aware of it and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of neat. It is, yeah. And it's neat that there's a whole week for it. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. It's, kind of, it, it's just nice as well. Yeah, mm. what's needed because there's a lot of awareness mental... is great. We love awareness. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. We love awareness and acceptance. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, Health Weekend, Health Day is all about like um, obviously an awareness week, and it aims to basically yeah shine the spotlight on the individual, but also like community. Um, mental health and well-being because those yes. things can definitely correlate influence and mm-hmm. each child each other and all that stuff yes it can and do yeah and um this is also um aimed to or want you to start thinking of your own mental health and well-being um even if you have no other or mental illness experience or anything or not just have a time to like Check in with yourself mentally in a healthy well-being. Yeah, guys, check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. And um, do this if you do believe you may need help or whatever. This is also a day, week, or time to encourage yourself and others to seek help when mm. they need it. Yeah. And stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, each year, this uh, whole week... Um, people across Queensland um, from the 10th of October till the 15th or mm. whatever um, is all to like come together through like a lot of local events will be in wherever you live and stuff about us of this and everything like that to get involved with um, uh, conversations and activities to again help raise awareness of the importance of um, positive mental health and well-being yes. and yeah positivity is key <laughs> 
Yes, a lot of the time, yes. Yes, acceptance is what we want. Acceptance, awareness, and positivity. <laughs> and you're not alone, baby, because... Yes, like, you're not alone, Like yeah. stated in the intro, we are also mentally broken. So yes. if you feel like you are too, you got a friend in us. Please don't copyright. <laughs> I really like that's fine. I just love it so much. I was like, yeah. It was very hard not to continue trying to sing that because I'm like, it's such a catchy <laughs> it is song, a good song and Toy Story's so good. It is very, mm. yeah. Um, yeah. Um, <sighs> but it's good uh, you say that, how um, you're not in this alone because that's uh, kind of part of what 2022 theme for this mental health week day stuff um, revolves around um, awareness, belonging, and connection. Yeah. So aware which means to like actually understand the need to maintain and boost mental well-being mm. so like fully coming to understand why that is a, yeah. a need for pretty much everybody very important need yes and um know then when to reach out for help and where to get it to bring awareness and information out for those who need it type stuff um and then belong where you look out for each other you feel safe or you build a safe and supported area and know that what you're feeling or what you're going through you're not alone mm. people would have gone and have been and are going through um One what you're feeling 100%. and related to what you're going through yeah. and uh, even though you know you could be thinking like no no one will understand because no one's gone through what i've gone through that is so very fair everyone goes through very different things but everyone still goes through things and even just reaching out and chatting to someone you could have so much in common with them than you might think yes and even just their different perspective on something so very similar could help you understand or see something that you may not have seen before yeah 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 um that's like um i've seen a few psychologists before the one i've seen now and stuff and each of them i they focused on one area or whatever to take care of or to work on or whatever like that so it's kind of even if you are with people or in a community or whatever and they haven't gone through exactly the same Mm. what they have gone through their experience and how they may have overcome or gotten through that could help you with your situation even though it's different 100 stuff so yeah 100 (laughs) percent um which uh yeah and then that leads into the last of with the connection Mm-hmm. where um, it's about relationships with your loved ones mm-hmm. and then also your groups and clubs and all those things yeah. around you that um, people actually rely on to help them be happy and healthy because mm-hmm. that is also important to be yeah. like, um, again, sense of belonging and connection of like a certain group yeah. and that sense of continual care and relationship and like building that Mm. a relationship where yeah brings a lot of happiness and health yeah and like with groups and like things you do outside of like your own personal home as well like um i used to put my everything into work and then Mm. when i 
stopped working like for some reason it, it felt weird because you know I went I wasn't seeing all of my friends and everyone that I worked with and I yeah. realized I didn't really care about the job it was more about the people that like yeah. I got to know and then like hearing about things that they were up to and then like hearing about like their successes and like seeing them happy also made me yeah. happy yeah. yeah and not being involved in that so much it's such a different kind of vibe is, yeah. like I still go and see them obviously just as a customer um and it's still really nice but yeah. it always just feels a little different because yeah. obviously they're working I'm yeah, not exactly. and like it feels yeah completely different to the way that I like used to when I worked there yeah which is yeah just kind of a weird feeling that I had to kind of get through no that's fair yeah it's it's hard um that type of whatever situation to be like yeah but um yeah it all comes down to you're not actually alone there are different Mm. um options or things out there for you to choose from even if you're like yeah you were in that job and you love the people and all this other stuff um 100% it's (laughs) um yeah um leaving um work situation and having that um difference in like how the connection or whatever changes Mm. um from like leaving work and everything like that stuff um but it's important like um for you just still have like some type of club or whatever like that and you even though the relationship has kind of changed you still know like uh down to the base of it it still hasn't changed type stuff yeah um which is um kind of like what I appreciate within like um, groups and clubs and uh, good work environments or whatever. You do tend to find people that you do connect really strong with and you just kind of slowly build your kind of connection belongingness circle through those experiences type shit which I always find fascinating. It's yeah it's so funny how like you can just start like a work friendship Mm. and then as you obviously work with them and you see them more and more that becomes it feels like more of a friendship but then once you leave that workspace it's kind of like you either continue chatting to that person and continue like hanging out and seeing them or yeah it's just done and it's it's such a weird it's such a weird kind of like relationship and concept to try and have to deal with sometimes because sometimes you make like really good connections you're like oh my god yes friend and then you just kind of you guys just happen to drift apart but i mean that is life but sometimes it's a hard part to go through because some few people at work or whatever um they usually actually have a lot of time like in one environment together or the fuck so they do end up like kind of talking and forming like a friendship or whatever the hell and um like uh actually sharing what's going on in their life and stuff like that mm. like i know one of my uh work mates um is planning their wedding and stuff like that yeah. so i always ask about oh how are you going where, where are you up to in your wedding yeah. type of thing so you feel that connection in the stuff like that and then um when i or if i eventually leave that work i don't know if i'll still have a relationship with her or not and let's find out if she does end up getting married or how that goes and everything like that because it's also different with like where you work and where i work because yeah my work like even if i didn't ever work at my job mm. i would still probably go there eventually at mm. some point because i mean coffee i love coffee yeah 
like I was a barista, like I would still probably go there because yeah. it is also close to my house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. compared to yours, which is a little bit different. It's out of the way. And yeah. yeah, and like. Don't really like yeah. the company in general, but yeah. Yeah, they're just kind of like one of the companies that you're just like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so weird because one of the girls that I worked with um, when I went in, you know, just as a customer and I was chatting, you know, she then gave me the update. It was like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. look, I got engaged. And I was yeah. like, oh, I'm so proud of you. And I'm pretty sure I did see it on Facebook as well. So, like, I already knew that. But, like, it was also just kind of nice that when I walked in, it felt like everything was the same. And it was just kind of like it was it was my day off. Yeah. Yeah. Except everyone knows I no longer work there. But, like... They still know that I am there for them, even if I'm no longer their yeah. manager Which is, anymore. It's so interesting because I don't know if that um, happens most times where it's like like you in that type of situation mm. where you would still go to the environment pretty much uh, weekly, monthly, whatever the hell yeah. like that. Or if it's more my time, my uh, kind of experience or whatever, where I don't usually go to my work environment outside of work hours yeah. type stuff. So it's very interesting that um, how much that can change the relationship during working and stuff like that. Because yeah, you in that um, environment in the like, the coffee store and mm. stuff like that. Um, Merlo, I forgot you could say on oh, no, yeah. <laughs> you freely promote them and stuff. Um, when you worked well, in Merlo, I, mean, I never actually said that I worked for them. I just promoted uh, them as yeah. Ah. Uh, well, that's funny. That's why I said where I worked and like they're just down the road. But well, yeah, no, I never actually mentioned it before. At, 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 that's okay. At the coffee shop, then. <laughs> it's interesting, like how um, you like were able to like form an actual like uh, connected friendship and everything mm. like that. I suppose it also because you spent more hours there and stuff. I pretty much lived there sometimes. Yeah. And especially because I was also managing it yeah. while the floods were happening as well. And like, yeah, really even though does, I was yeah. just the assistant manager and our actual manager, unfortunately, they lived too far away. Whereas I was right down the road and mm. I was more than happy to cop all of that. And I also saw all of my regulars as well who also lived around. And so I'm like, yeah, I was more than happy to do that. And yeah during all of those things like natural disasters as well especially because everyone knew to call me about mm. whether they could come in yeah. what their situation was like and my main thing in all of the chats was like i only care about your safety yeah if it looks like you cannot safely get yeah. home yeah i didn't care about them safely getting to work fuck work yeah no. my thing was if you cannot safely get home you're a nice person from your shift then let me know and mm. then i will go from there yeah but it's also kind of interesting that like as their like manager as well they like still love me just as a person too and like it was never just like them being super friendly because I mm. did their time sheets and I yeah. rostered their shifts and it, like it was never like in their heads yeah. of, like yeah I'll be real buddy buddy with Ash so that I can get like all the shifts with her because yeah. obviously I'd work pretty much every day which you know it, there was never that favoritism kind of yeah, thing yeah. where anyone felt like they had to be yeah, really good. my good friend yeah. in order to get more shifts because everyone also knew that because I knew a lot of them were at uni and a lot of them were on Centrelink mm. some of them were you know kiddos yeah. you know minors yeah. so there's a lot of external things that would happen and whenever 
like the uni kids will be like, oh, you gave me a few too many shifts, and like they're with Centrelink, so then they'll just be like, you gave me a few too many shifts. Uh, Do you mind like cutting it back just so I don't like lose money from Centrelink? And I'm like, no, I completely understand that. You yeah, know, dramas. Yeah. yeah, because sometimes that just needs to happen in order for people to pay their bills. And I'm like, yeah, I'm exactly, happy to work yeah. around that. Yeah. The and difference then they, between that. Yeah. Yeah, and then there could be other people who need the extra shifts yeah. who can't do Centrelink like myself. Who don't so, get yeah. Exactly. Or they're the miners who really don't care and they'd yeah. rather, you know, and they're like eleven, twelve dollars an hour for their like pocket money kind of thing. So I'm like, yeah, whatever, I can do that. Then they're cheaper. Yeah. I'll call up like two of them if I need to. Yeah. They cost less than whoever I had to cover the shift for. So I'm like, no dramas. Yeah. No dramas, friends. Yeah. I and got those. I got you. To the younger ones who are actually like understand that like yeah. you guys are still kind of children they, but also they are you're to work the amount of times like they would rock up after like school and yeah. uh, obviously general question is just like yeah how was school my dude mm. and then they tell me and then I would help them with their homework sometimes That's with their cool. assignments and stuff yeah especially if it's quiet and we're closing the cafe and everything it's like you know most mm. people are either going home going to the shops no one really wants you know coffee or things that late so yeah, it's generally yeah. a little more quiet so then it's like just chatting and chilling with the uh, little kiddos the school kiddies and yeah sometimes if it's super quiet and they've done all their jobs and i'm just like well you know what if you want like a 10 15 minute break mm. because like technically i can give them a paid 10 15 minute break during it and it's quiet enough we've done all the jobs i'm like if you want to like take a break and sit down and do some homework like yeah. go for gold or like same with the uni students some of them had assessments and assignments and i'm like yes any small bit of time yeah. <laughs> is very much appreciated Expe- by yeah. those here. Especially if you can see that they're stressed. Yeah. And it's like, I can still legally give you a fift- uh, paid 15-minute break. Yeah. You seem stressed. Or even if they're just like, can I please? So I'm like, yeah. yeah, if it's quiet enough, you know, obviously the general stipulations because it is still a business. But still take it into consideration. Yeah. 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 Into health week, man. Yeah, you help them have a healthier life then, yeah. which again all relates yeah. back to the where belong connect. One hundred percent. And then I also know that if I need them and I call them up, mm-hmm. they're more than likely going to say yes and help me out, or they're not going to feel like they have to lie and they can be like, oh, I can't because I got this, but I finish around this time if that works, and then I can work around with them mm-hmm. instead of them being like, I only have this one thing for half an hour, but I don't like you or working with you so i'm just gonna say i can't today so that's also a nice thing yeah because i definitely had those when my beautiful manager stepped down yeah and a new one took over yeah (laughs) fuck you (laughs) i was gonna say your name but i chose not to fuck you (laughs) fuck you chad (laughs) (laughs) fucking chad chad fucking chad oh my gosh um Yes, so uh, Mental Health Week, Mental Health Day today, um, also National Hat Day in Australia, which is related to Mental Health Week as well. Which is pretty neat. Yeah, it's um, basically like another fun little fundraiser type thing. Mm. So um, yeah, they uh, <laughs> National Hat Day basically to help um, Australian Rotary Health to lift the lid 
on mental illness by um, people hosting different uh, hat day events and fundraiser events type stuff mm. and um, 100% of the money raised um, in the year's hat day campaign um, goes directly to research for, to help um, one in five of the Australians affected by mental illness mental illness <laughs> You're right. Like depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, and all that and stuff. And broken brain like yourself. Yeah, schizophrenia. And uh, not, not me. <laughs> ADHD. That's that me. That is you. That's me. Um, depression, anxiety. Depression, that's anxiety, for both of us. Insomnia. insomnia. Yeah. Yeah. Fun times. Yeah. Um, yeah, so all that was um, today. And then also with today is um, well, 10th of October, the Monday. Um, World Homeless Day. Yeah. Um, which I found pretty cute. It apparently emerged from online discussions between people working to actually respond to homelessness from various parts of the world. So we were just talking together and they were like, basically just made a collaboration type thing to um, have World Homeless Day on the 10th of October um, each year mm. and for the purpose to draw attention draw the attention to the needs of people who are experience, who experience homelessness homelessness. <laughs> yeah, Mondays aren't your days. No. <clears throat> In your local area. Yeah. So like like yes, homeless people are pretty much in every country and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But um World Homeless Day is what I gathered anyway is more to draw attention to the homeless um community and um issues or whatever in your local environment mm-hmm. that you're a part of and that you could more directly help and assist if you can. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's the purpose to draw that attention and then also to provide opportunities for the community to get involved in responding to homelessness. And um, they list a whole bunch of um, different ways that you can help. Like mm. um, uh, some of them I found <clears throat> I usually go to and I think uh, pretty important is always educate, educate yourself, educate others of yes. all the um, homeless issues mm-hmm. or any or um, any support things that they can potentially go to or whatever like that. Um, also celebrate those who do support local good works and, and who like um, volunteer in those type of areas and stuff like mm. that, celebrate those people. And then it's also um, donating yourself or volunteering your time, um, even tweeting or on your social media, just like say hashtag will homeless day, mm. maybe, um, I don't know, um, make a sandwich or like a bunch of sandwiches or whatever that, um, yeah. and then go out to your local area and just give it to people inside the street. Yeah. In especially Fortitude Valley and yeah. Brisbane. And um, females, I mean, I don't use a lot of well TMI for <laughs> people who get disgusted by this but TBH IDK um, yeah but females if you have like extra tampons and pads and things like that I definitely do because I don't use them anymore I use other things um, and I tend to keep like a few in most of my handbags and backpacks and things like that yeah. especially like if I go to work um, for any you know uh uh lady part holders i didn't 
I didn't know how my brain wanted to say it, but yeah, any lady part holders, because okay. I don't want anyone to feel any people like, who experience. Any, um, yeah, if anyone cycle. requires a tampon or a pad, yeah. then I at least have some on hand. Yeah, yeah, Just, and. Yeah. Especially when I used to work, you know, late nights or early mornings and I used to work in the city and I'd be walking through like there's a lot of homeless people there. Yeah. And sometimes a lot of them, unfortunately, were women with kids. And if I noticed that it was like a fairly young like daughter kind of thing, I would tend to hand over the things that I have in my bag because yeah. I don't need them. And I'm just like, look, I don't know if you would like these, but I noticed you have a daughter. I don't know where she's at, but I don't personally need these. Yeah. And I'm... I would rather give them to someone who was actually going to need them instead of them sitting in my bag and just kind of like eventually getting bad, you know, because after a certain point in time, you should not use tampons and pads if you've had them sitting in the drawers or in your cupboard or anything like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like if you have something like that and you don't need it or even like scarf or gloves, because let's be real, if we have, Mm. if we have like three or four dollars to just go to Kmart and Big W to buy ourselves a new scarf and gloves, we can definitely give our scarf and gloves to people who need them. Obviously, we're coming into summer now, so it's less likely, more sunscreen and look after their um yeah the sun's gonna be fucking brutal, yeah and so. you could always get like the dollar bunnings hats yes um, yeah also um i know they usually have kind of good access to water but maybe i don't know like um if you have the money like a good one that will say colder for them or whatever mm. there's many options yeah and it's also just being considerate yeah. as well because you don't know what is going through that person's life you don't know why they're homeless you could automatically assume that it's like something negative but no just a lot of people automatically yeah Yeah, associate homeless people with a negative kind of thing like they ruin their life but sometimes that's not the case no i'm so used to it like especially in like brisbane fortitude valley area or whatever Mm -hmm. um and you know how like um, people on the street or whatever, they come up and ask you for some things. Some people ask for money or whatever. But I have a lot of um, people who come up and ask me for, can you get me food or can you get me a drink? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I have $5 so that I can definitely yeah. spare to get you food and drink. Mm. 100%. Yeah. Like, there was there was a homeless man that I would see pretty much every morning when I worked in the city and I'd start at 5 and I'd be walking along and he would be there and normally I would have like a dollar or two dollars mm. like in my pocket and I would have it solely for him because he was super nice and we would say hi and things like that and um, yeah I think one time I was also on my phone and I was walking and he just kind of like gave me a heads up that like there was just something spilt on the ground Uh, it was just kind of like a little thing just like oh just watch out there's something on the ground because he noticed I was on my phone Uh, I feel like I was probably most likely in a heated argument with my mother (laughs) via text but (laughs) it was just kind of like a nice considerate thing so then I was just like oh thanks my dude and a few times when it was raining you know um i saw him give his umbrella to someone else who needed it as well and i'm like that's that's really adorable so yeah like there were little things that i saw this one man do in particular and i'm like hells yeah so i would like try and have a few like dollar or two dollars in my pocket or i normally have some random change in my car as well Mm. 
And yeah, if I'm walking along, I'd see him, you know, we'd say good morning, you know, I'd give him like a little coin if I have it. And then when it's time for me to go on my break, normally I'd make like a hot chocolate or something and I'd have like probably another coin or something that I probably picked up along the way. And yeah, I'd like walk by and he'd be like, hello. Or if like I finished, it was like 2 p.m. or something, he'd normally be chilling there. And if I have to throw out food anyway, I normally took it with me. And she's like, hey, I had to throw this out anyway. Like, would you like it? Do you know anyone who would? And Yeah. yeah. It's like it's it's little things yeah. and yeah i'm pretty sure if i didn't work in the city and like i never used to work those early mornings and those late nights i wouldn't actually see the nice things that a lot of the homeless people do because a I lot of the time so. you just kind of see them like either asking for something or like having signs needing something and yeah yeah it's just those random hours when there's barely anyone out there it's when they kind of yeah. do nice things for each other to help each other out yeah yeah because well, yeah. they are also a community kind of like with me and my neighbors you and your neighbors like when the quails got out and the uh, neighbor yeah. came over and was like oh you yeah. guys are right like what's going on like that was just nice yeah and then yeah, yeah same with our neighbors like when there was a blackout we all kind of like walked outside and like me and my neighbors on both houses we kind of like looked at each other and she's like everyone's good like yeah but yeah. yeah just like a nice little kind of thing yeah 100 percent. yeah there's a lot of people i think in most communities like that there, there are unfortunately some shit people out there but i reckon there's a lot who are there who are just curious and there to help if you need it <laughs> and tough um so yeah well timely say um recommend just like giving time to educate yourself or make sandwiches take to fill with somebody or anything really that you mm. decide to do yeah 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 mm. many people would appreciate it i reckon yes yes 100 percent oh mm. but um that's all the today things hells yeah my dude yeah i guess we're on trial mash and recap I don't know what that is in my head. I don't um, know either. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I did for Friday's episode. Do doody. Do doody. Yeah. 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 Episode three. Do doody. Do doody. He did. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Why? Cause it could. Cause it could. Yeah. Yeah. Hit us with our mash and recap. Mash and recap. Baby. All right. Well, I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna keep this because I found it hilarious. Um, Sorry, all I heard was, I'm going to hit you. And I was like, oh, why? Well, <laughs> I was like, okay, why? I don't know. Did it, may, may have came out like that. I, I think, I think you were trying to say, I'm like going to hit you with. Potentially. Like, yeah, but then yeah. you kind of stopped yourself. And I'm like, I'm gonna you're going to hit me. <laughs> Where? Sorry. Hello. Um, uh, recap, hit me. Yeah, Mr. Campbell. Um, mm-hmm. He is a general manager, I believe, at the Bonham Hotel somewhere mm-hmm. in Australia. Um, at, wait, at what hotel? Bonham Hotel. Bonham. B-O-N-H-A-M Hotel. Bonham, Bonham. I, I haven't heard of it, but okay. alrighty. Anyway, yep, um, yep. Hotel, yes. Yeah, hotel manager. Um, somebody left a customer review somewhere mm-hmm. saying that this hotel was terrible. Yep. Gave it one star. And this hotel manager replied... <laughs> To this comment. <laughs> oh, I'm so ready. And um, this is from an article, so it's not the full whole description mm-hmm. thing, but I 
just fucking loved it because um, he replied back saying uh, customer's behaviour was unacceptable as she was verbally abusing and swearing at his workers. So he said, I'm afraid this meant we were unable to accommodate you on this or any future visit. <laughs> oh my god. This is so good. And then, um, uh, I know, there was a, another complaint about um, apparently the location of it, and it was too hard to get to other things or whatever. Okay. And then he replied, that sounds like a you problem, baby. He replied, Thank you for your review following your recent stay. I'm sorry to see the location no longer suits you. I do see you have stayed previously and rebooked for this stay, with our location <laughs> remaining the same. <laughs> I fucking love when it's like, repeat, um, yeah, because it was a comeback to the hotel and they like get shitty about something and you can go through their records, it's just like, you knew about it already. Yeah, it's you like you've been here, like, how many times? <laughs> Babe, stop. Oh my god. Yes. That's amazing, yeah. It's a little tip that I just wanted to do with no, that's, you. <laughs> that's, that's very me vibes. I love that. Yes, yes. Thank um, you. Um, Actually, on, on that note, if you guys ever have any, like, complaints, <laughs> and you, like, want to let us know your complaints, specifically complaints, um, yeah, you will be respond you will receive a response by me personally exactly yes 100% um, I, I will handle all complaints so please please make sure they will be dealt with um, um, yeah you know asar.dude at gmail.com if you want to send me any complaints please I'd love to read them I'd love to love to I'd love to please send me your complaints alright yeah Okay. <laughs> um, on that, <laughs> to kind of bring the mood down a little bit, here's a little piece of a story that um, we'll have to look into later on as it further develops. Mm. In Australia, um, this guy, Bruce Lerman, I believe, mm-hmm. is on trial for the alleged rape of Brittany Higgins, his then colleague, after a drunk night in March 2019. Have you heard of this? Yes. yes. I, I know of Brittany Higgins, yes. Yeah, I don't have a whole bunch of information because... No, fair enough. The Because um, I'm not on TikTok, so I was going to... Yeah. Trying to find news articles about this. No. I hate what the fucking news articles are saying. ABC... Oh, of course, ABC. ABC was covering this, mm-hmm. and um, it, basically their wording was... Um, was a alleged rape, and then they kept going back to apparently Brittany Higgins, um, her boyfriend or something, um, without her knowledge, Mm -hmm. took uh, documentation of this um, rape happening Mm -hmm. and gave it to police and media. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Brittany found out about it afterwards, so was kind of said that she had involvement with that release of the documents to media and the police. And then basically that ABC article was basically just saying just like she's making her it up. Over. She's oh making God. it up and trying to ABC. blame it on this guy. And I'm like, ABC, what the fuck? ABC. Yeah. So uh, Bruce has pleaded not guilty. <clears throat> and uh, this morning, uh, 10th of October this morning, um, Higgins was unavailable for trial and would resume after they gather other witnesses. 
That's what her lawyer, I believe, yeah. said. Because, yeah, the trial was supposed to happen today. Yes, and, it was. Yeah, no, sure. Um, so, yeah, it's five days expected for this wait. Um, and this trial is expected to continue for at least four weeks. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we'll try and update on that. Find out. Find out the actual, what I the mean, fuck is going on. Get off ABC, is it apparently. In, is it in Brisbane? Um, is there a trial in Brisbane? I don't remember. Because if it is, maybe maybe you guys might call in for jury duty. I mean, you can't I tell, don't tell us anything. I don't know if it is in Brisbane. I don't think so. But, yeah. We'll find oh, that'd whatever. be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was but, so surprised yeah. with ABC just like basically talking about this person. I'm honestly not up. surprised. I'm, I'm not surprised, honestly. Unfortunately, ABC so is like shitty that. news ones already out there. Why does ABC have to become like it's supposed to be funded for the public? Um, do you remember who like runs ABC? No, mm. it's supposed to be funded from the public. It's funded for the public. Yeah, yeah, but they still have, you know, CEOs and people who, like, own majority shares and things like that oh, as really? well. Oh, really? I thought they were owned by, like, not crummy people. You know what? I could be wrong. We will double-check with the nerd a little bit later. But yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm still not surprised. I guess. Unfortunately. <sighs> yeah, I've seen a few TikToks. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I've seen quite a few TikToks um, about a few things that's happening with Britney, but... Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, anyway. Um, moving on. That's fucked. Yeah, basically. Um, on another news, Australian visa, there's apparently going to be changes that um, lower the bar for migrants to fill in in-demand jobs in Australia. Hmm. So, um, yeah, so basically um, the article pointed out um, it's mostly related to GPs, teachers, um, early educators, and that stuff. Yeah. And uh, dropping it basically where it's um, less experience or lower qualifications than it was before mm-hmm. to fill the current national skill shortage that's yes. going on. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, the um, it will be kind of based on like a points-based kind of system. Yeah. I guess of like what can you teach and how much of said subject kind can of. you teach if it's for like teachers and then I mean sort of, they really? probably I mean even with migrants and stuff they still have to learn the current yeah. Australian curriculum so they would still then um, well, learn more. All that I found in the article it said it um had uh this is all to do with um them to get the uh, potential expression of interest. So sorry, you have to send an expression of interest to then get uh, access okay. to like the um, visa forms or whatever. Okay. Like that. You'll then receive like an invitation type thing yeah. or whatever. So the expression of interest kind of criteria to met though that um, qualification or whatever has lowered. It's where um, yeah, it's point based threshold. Mm-hmm. Um, the age limit of 45 and you have you if you're over 40 the um same whatever category is to get points you get less points if you're over 40 for some reason okay um you depending on the job uh will depend will determine the level of english uh, language proficiency that you will 
uh, a migrant will need to kind of reach type stuff mm-hmm. and then there will also be educational qualifications and uh, work experience that could add up to reach a total of points type yeah. stuff yeah okay so yeah that's a little update you think yeah. the reason thing that's that kind of neat like, oh, yeah okay. very interesting, interesting. So, yeah which hopefully will help Hopefully. We'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out. Uh, Who knows? You're probably going back to uni next year, so you could also help them out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, potentially. Potentially. We'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out um, once it hits midnight on the 1st of the 1st, 2023. (laughs) Yeah. As soon as it hits midnight, it's just like, nah, fuck that. Lol. It was just like, yeah, right, let it go. Until, like, um, Exactly. So first, yeah, first of the first, 2023. See, that's a good time to start thinking about it again. (laughs) New year, new you. Oh my god. Whatever. Um, New year, who (laughs) dis? If you choose not to do it. New year, new phone, who dis? No. New year, new driver's license. (laughs) (laughs) I've changed mine as well. (laughs) Oh lol. Yeah, yeah, that's a little update from our lives. Optus breach affected our driver's license numbers. Mm, yeah, so we have to change them. Yeah, fuck sake. For free, but still. Yeah, definitely for free, and they'll just reissue us our licenses, which will be nice. But ugh. I wonder if they'll like give us like like extra years on it as well. Because I mean, I've got to redo mine next year anyway. Because I I've hit the ten the year. Because I yeah, I have to pay to renew mine. November this year. Oh, so like, yeah, I've got to redo mine next year and I've got to take the photo and redo my signature. Would, yeah. yeah, so I'm like, well, if you're going to give me a new one, you're going to give hopefully. me extra on that? Because we have or... to go in in person. Yes, we do. do. It, so well, hopefully. we can ask. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they're like, yeah, if you want to add extra years, then you have to pay for that. And I'll be like, well, that's full of stupid. Bitch, I wouldn't have come in now then. Yeah, right. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Karen. <laughs> well, oh, um, how unfortunate. Well, how unfortunate. Um, yeah, uh, next on the Mash and Recap thingy, mm-hmm. Iran. It's, yep. All right. All remember what's, what was happening in Iran? All the fucking protest bullshit. Yes, unfortunately. God damn Government being yeah. dumb. Um, yeah, here's a little update. I'm sure um, people have seen it on TikTok. Exactly. Um, Mother of a 16-year-old Iranian girl. Um, The the, um, Iranian government um, said that she fell to her death while in custody. The mother disputed these official claims, saying that, no, um, my daughter was killed by blows to the head in a um, protest Yeah, spoiler, the cops lied. Spoiler alert, that's nothing new of what they've been doing. Spoiler, cops lied. Um, yes, so this death of, um, I don't know how to pronounce her name, Nika Shakarami or something, sorry if I mispronounce it, um, anyway, she has become the latest icon of the yes. protest in Iran, um, where this, her death is seen as the gravest threat to the country's regiment yeah. in years. She was 16. She's a child. They, the fact kept her death, like knowledge of her death, mm-hmm. a secret yep. from her mother for nine days. Mm-hmm. And then they snatched her body 
from the morgue and then buried it in a remote area against the family's wishes. Yep. And then eventually, when the mum went to them, they told her where they had buried her. So now she goes out there Mm. to see her daughter who was murdered by them and then taken from the morgue by the police and then buried by the police in a location that the family did not consent to because the police decided they wanted to. Yeah. So spoiler, the police suck. Yeah, because spoiler, the police killed her. Yeah, because spoiler, the police over there are making it disgusting. Insane. Um, <sighs> The UN needs to step in, I swear to God. Yeah. Um, these protests, the um, human rights groups estimate that dozens of protests, protesters have been killed over the past three weeks. Yeah. This has only been... Um, yeah, this is the fourth week of these mm-hmm. protests happening. Yep. And, um, yeah, there's estimated of dozens of protesters who are being killed. Yep. Um, these, obviously, if you don't remember, were sparked by the death of 22-year-old... Uh, Masa Amini, who was in the custody of Morality Police. And Spoiler, she also died yes. under their hands. Yes, after again lying about exactly how she died. Mm-hmm. Hiding evidence and disrupting to cover ability it up and for family yeah. to gain access to her and stuff like that. Just fucked up. Yes, um, all these protests have clearly been met with... Mm-hmm. Um, very harsh, very, very harsh government crackdown, which has included beatings, arrests, and cl- and killings, and then also the disruptions to the internet. Um, there's also rape and yes. torture as well. Obviously, yes. yes. Unfortunately. Because, yeah. Um, yes, they yeah, they've estimated that dozens of protesters have been killed. And um, on, I believe, last Thursday, the London-based group Amnesty International published its findings about what appears to be the single deadliest incident so far in the city of Zazadan on September 30th. Mm-hmm. <coughs> the report said that um, Iranian security forces killed at least 66 people, including children, and wounded hundreds after firing live rounds at protesters, bystanders, and worshippers in a mm-hmm. violent crackdown on September 30th. Yep. Iranian authorities claimed the Zah- Zahadan violence involved unnamed separatists. That's a lie. That means. It was the morality. Yeah. People and the police. Ridiculous. Just Firing on protesters, but also just bystanders and worshippers. So and children. People, part of, I don't yeah. know, I'm guessing at least a little bit of the religion that you're using to mm-hmm. excuse what the fuck you're doing. Would have just unnecessarily hurt them for no fucking reason. No fucking reason. Yes, because violence is always the answer to everything, obviously, apparently, as the white man knows. As the governments apparently think right action anyway, I swear to God. anyway um also um in iranian unis mm. um video has emerged appearing to show uh the female students because uh their president <coughs> mm-hmm. uh of the right iranian president or whatever visited their universities and um was giving a speech and there was all this other stuff and yeah the female students in tehran were chanting get lost 
at this president mm-hmm. as he condemned the protest is enraged enraged by the death of a young woman in custody and he recited a poem that equated the ri- the rioters with flies what yeah so these students Whoa. were chanting get lost yeah get lost get lost i would too um Iran has described the protests as a plot by Iran's enemies, including the United States. Yeah. Um, these are just a few quick key facts that I think anyway people should know. Um, the riots groups also say more than 185 people have been killed in the unrest. So those numbers before the killings, that's just the protesters' numbers. There's yeah. obviously other deaths happening because of this unrest. Mm-hmm. And also, um, hackers have briefly interrupted, or are able to briefly interrupt, a state TV broadcast to show an image of the, I don't know how to pronounce this, the Ayatollah? A-Y-A-T-O-L-L-A-H. They showed an image of that, surrounded by flames. They hacked into the TV broadcast and showed that. Surrounded in flames. Wow. Fucking ballsy as shit, but fucking damn. necessary because yeah. goddamn ridiculous. We're l- equating them to flies? Are you it's goddamn ridiculous. stupid? I thought Putin was insane. <laughs> yeah, they're all a little wacky over there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. But we have some good things that happened in the recap. Eventually. Um. Kind of. Yeah, coming up later. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm like, eventually. Personal recaps, yeah. I didn't mean that. The next cap. Well, the next one is negative because it's Russia. Unfortunate. But, yeah. Sad. Yeah. What did they do this time? Well, there's a. It's kind of just an update of Putin's fucking gone crazy, obviously, and everybody knows it. Yeah. Um, so. In uh, Russia's army that attacked Ukraine or whatever, there was this group or whatever called the Wagner Army or whatever. Basically, it were a group of mercenaries in Russian army um, that was against, who were like uh, hired to fight against Ukraine and mm. stuff like that. And um, apparently just this group was the ones who had um, really good experience in many wars and battles. And those were not the majority of Putin's army that yeah. he sent to Ukraine. That was mainly made up of like a lot of young soldiers who were very new to us and um, very much relied on the uh, Wagner group of mercenary type people or whatever. Mm. I don't know if this information is correct, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah, basically, the Ukraine's fighting back. Um, has also diminished the um, kind of group of Wagner and uh, Putin's army mm. um, from that and then also people who are just leaving type stuff like that um, and then uh, with um, Wagner group with Putin's army being more focused on the Ukraine area and that's not going too well for him they have been cut off very easily from access to supplies and so they're running out of food and ammo and they're basically 
sick of it and all the young ones are trying to look, look to the uh, like mercenaries mm-hmm. and be like what the fuck to do type shit and like should we keep shooting how are we like um there's apparently been like a few voice recordings from like uh um ukrainian soldiers with like body cameras or something like that um where they've recorded some of uh putin's armies saying we have no ammo what are we supposed to do like what exactly are we supposed to do we have no food i don't want how are we gonna keep doing this if we can't eat and all of this because obviously those numbers keep diminishing and Mm -hmm. morale not great was turned into public recruitment which yeah so that's why putin turned to the public my god because all of his mercenaries were basically fucking basically uh this information by the way i'm getting from a couple articles one from a cnn cnn article that said it interviewed um Mm. an ex wagner commander and stuff like that and yeah so the recruitment's gone to the public and they've obviously um responded to that by basically fleeing the country faster than fucking can i mean everyone was already fleeing you just made them flee even faster yes good job yes good job buddy yes good job my dude yeah um yeah and uh these mercenaries um they also potentially wanting to leave because they're mercenaries they're not working they're not with putin they're working for him and that really depends on their appeal of the money and the work that's being offered by putin Mm -hmm. so this is obviously these um shortages in ammo and supplies and everything and um they've also been um they don't they're not really satisfied with the overall organization of the fighting of putin's war against ukraine type ship mm. and uh they're dissatisfied with russians leader inability to make competent decisions and to organize battles oh, he's an idiot yes so this is all led into decline a massive decline in morale and the psychological state of the ukraine defense intelligence Whoa. Well, which, um, yeah, again, um, the, crew, the public recruitment, um, they've, again, fleed. Um, they do not want to fight or be sent to Ukraine. No. They, um, no one wanted this war apart from no, Putin. They, um, they unfortunately have had to respond to that by fleeing because they can't stop it in their country. They can't. Nothing they personally can do can change Putin's mind to just fucking make them go or anything yeah because like he's not listening to his people no. he's just listening to himself yeah or yeah just listening to himself speak like yeah. honestly so yeah they've run and left family if they felt in danger of being conscripted yeah. um most have stayed are staying un- unidentified to pra- protect their families yeah everything. as as you would yes yes and um last week in kazakhstan um in the uh line for like the um government kind of entrance mm-hmm. entrance whatever um there was a uh, over 150 um ukrainian uh russian people who recently arrived um categorized as draft dodgers because yeah. they obviously don't want to be drafted yeah. up. um and also following after putin's conscription they've estimated about 200,000 over 200,000 russians have fled to different countries yeah. since this happened but um yeah like last mm-hmm. week um and 
a couple of interviewer people have asked, obviously the people who are fleeing is like, why, is, why have they left is mobilization. Um, they don't want any part of it. Mm. They're moving as a mob and it's safety, uh, everything, and like that. Um, and uh, there was one writer in an article who um, interviewed a couple there who um, were happy to take photo and um, have mm. their names and stuff. And uh, they um, obviously uh, counted their um, kind of experience of like, there were many people out there who were wanting to leave, but there are also many who uh, kind of want to assist you, assist as many people as possible type stuff. Yeah. And um, there, uh, one um, writer who fled, um, he said, how can I take part in a war? I wish not to win. I don't want any a part of this. And mm. I recognize the hardship um, ahead of the... Um, Hardship to win ahead uh, pale in comparison to what is happening in Ukraine. Like yeah. the people, the Russian people who have fled, they obviously understand it's not really anything close to what's happening in no. Ukraine. They hundred percent and recognize that hardship, but they uh, they don't want any part of this. They don't want to no. win this type stuff. No, no one wants this war apart no. from Putin. Basically, oh. yeah. And his I can't with his logic. His sad, there is none. No, his sad flat's only friend, I think also in here the Chechkin or whatever person who yeah. the fuck he is um yeah sad Vlad that's a hilarious meme at the moment yeah um yeah if you haven't seen the sad Vlad <laughs> meme you need to look it up look it up on TikTok as well if you have TikTok but yeah search up sad Vlad memes and oh they're rather funny yeah they're pretty good yeah so yeah that's a quick update on Russia Ukraine thing yeah. A lot of people Fun. don't want it, so no. please don't blame Russian people over and all that yeah, this honestly. bad thing is on them. No, they don't want any part of it this. Is. It is all on Putin. All on Putin. All on sad blood. Yeah. Um, like, even the, again, even the fucking mercenaries that he hired to, like, kind of begin attacking Ukraine, they've lost all fucking morale and yeah. confidence in him, obviously. Yeah, they're just like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. You don't even know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, because he's stupid. Yeah. He's thinking with his dick, like an idiot. I don't know what the hell. He's got. Does he have dementia? Does he think we're in like World War Two or some shit like that? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Find out eventually. Yeah. Um. Anyway, to end the news recap thing, uh, let's go into the United States. Because yeah. President Biden, woo-woo, he has mass pardon for anyone convicted of the federal crime for simply possessing mm-hmm. the drug marijuana. Cannabis. Yes. Amazing. It's an yes. amazing step. It, it is. It'll help so many people get jobs, yes. housing. It'll help with so many difficult yes. situations for I so guess. many people. And it's such a stupid offense. It is, yes. Um, so, yeah. As fuck. President Biden is really working to correct that. Um, and also, when he did that statement of the pardons, mm-hmm. uh, he also uh, directed his administration to expedite a review of whether marijuana should continue to be listed with a classification reserved for the most dangerous drugs like mm-hmm. heroin, LSD, and ecstasy. And cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. That's all Which, classified in the same thing. Yeah, they're all Schedule 1 drugs. Yes, and for some reason in the States, they classify marijuana as a Schedule 1 drug, even though it is legalized yeah. in their country. That's so silly. It is. 
ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then uh, President Biden is quoted saying um, about this, uh, it's time that we right these wrongs. Mm-hmm. Um, there are thousands of people who were convicted for marijuana possession who may be denied, denied employment, housing, or educational opportunities as a result of that. Even though right now it's legal, and if you're caught smoking marijuana, you won't have any penalty on your record and no restrictions on your employment or housing and educational opportunities. If you've been convicted before it was legal, this affects your life Mm -hmm. forever. Stupid. So, yes, President Biden's slowly fixing that. Which is amazing, which kind of brings us to Australia and us in Queensland, because during that, we also kind of, um, we saw a few things about, like, um, if you have medically prescribed marijuana um you can potentially grow your own at your house for your own medicinal usage obviously not to sell because that is still illegal um it's a different license that is a very different license but there are so many rules and stipulations around it um because obviously the prescription of marijuana by your doctor is under the assumption that it is safe controlled environment it is like weighed dosages correct for all of your needs and things like that so it's obviously way more difficult for people to grow at home so we were kind of looking through a few things and we're kind of gonna see how much info and research we can find out yeah. and also we're thinking of going to chat to the police because their headquarters um is not too far from my place tbh low um yeah, yeah and just kind of clarifying it because yeah. i've always wanted to grow my own even before i could get it medicinally because it was recreational but now it's medicinal because a whole bunch of other shit's have happened in my life whoa yeah and yeah seeing all of these things unfortunately queensland doesn't have the amnesty to be able to grow it oh, but there's like a workaround there is there is a workaround and it seems like it's a very tricky workaround yeah, it's so, going to be very strict and they're going to yes it's need like to make sure yeah, you're growing it very much 100 percent. yeah so they could pop up at random times to like That's double okay. check that everything is correct like the trees aren't being well the plants aren't being neglected or anything like that which can also change how they grow make sure they have the right ph the acidity they're being watered regularly which i understand which is understandable because it is a drug for medicinal purposes i understand 100 percent. and then also i'm pretty sure for those reasons for like potential random pop-up is to make sure you're not just randomly selling it as well yeah yeah yeah. but we're gonna have a little looky through that and find out a little more info because that's also just good for us to know and i guess once we find out we'll let you guys know because yeah we'll share yeah sharing is caring sharing is caring caring, guys Mm. but apart from that that. just from in our lives and what we've done Mm. um yesterday yeah we had a little fun on sunday we went to treasure trove yeah in a case ridge yeah uh, the one that's done by the council, uh, yeah, I believe from yeah, from all of like the curbside collection things and things that are also donated, I believe, around random places, uh, and they kind of um, go through the things and see what's it was like, like all the usable. things. Um, I don't know if people, if you went to like a dump or whatever in Brown Brisbane or whatever, there's uh, a part where it's not like rubbish dump. Yeah, it's like two. a second chance thing. I believe it's all of those because they go that. through and see if they can 
actually sell it yeah. type stuff. I feel like they do that with curbside collection as well. Potentially, yeah. I would assume so. And that's what I'm thinking as well, but we went to, yeah, we went to the one in Acacia Ridge. We found yes. a few cute little knickknacks and some fun things. Um, yes, I found my altar. Yeah, yes, which we will go into more on our Wednesday app if you yeah. want to join us for that. Only if you want to, you don't have to. You're a big kid now. You do you, boo. Yeah. Yeah. But Treasure Trove, it was just really nice. And very nice, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you want to, obviously, go check it out. Have a look online. Find out, I guess, where one is and what they're doing. And yeah. Because I believe they I believe change. It's, um, yeah, every weekend they change what they kind of got available to yeah. sell type and buy whatever um, type stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, so have a look online. Check it out a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. if uh, you have a smartphone or whatever, the um, Brisbane Bins app, oh, that'll tell that. you what that what's available each weekend type stuff. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I forgot that was on there as well. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. yeah, which is also really nice. Mm. And I mean, speaking of bins, I guess, um, <laughs> low. Um, well, I mentioned it last week. My parents bought a house. Yes. Um, and not too far away from me which is kind of nice just having them close which is really neat um and we were over there on thursday and we were all looking around we're like oh yeah this is pretty good and then we like went over the next day on friday to start moving everything in and then we see this sign on the floor that says fyi um apparently there's a really big snake in the roof above um the bar and yeah and i was just like you mean the thing that I fucking walked under <laughs> multiple times and kind so of just I. chilled under? Yeah, I stood under there for a little bit. We're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, right. I was like, okay, wonderful. <laughs> we fucking love that. So, yeah, called, um, you know, Snake Catcher. Southeast Queensland Snake Catchers, I believe that's what they're called. But I made a good friend out of it. He was pretty neat. He had to look around the whole garage and the inside of the house to see if there are any snakes. And yeah. he couldn't see anything, which was nice. And then he kind of let all of us know the kind of snakes that are common around my parents' house. And they were just like, okay, that's good to know, which was really neat. Just kind of give us little tips. I kind of recommend that for people who do move in Australia or whatever. Mm. Contact or look up. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> the, little, little, the native... Uh, animal life that's around you that could you need to be aware yeah. of because that's very much needed in Australia. 100%. <laughs> I feel like once we buy a house that'll probably be one of the things I do is I'll probably yeah. I'll probably head up my mate and I'll be like I bought a house can you please come over and check it and see if like there's anywhere any potential sakes or anything could be like yeah. yeah which was nice it was just a flat fee and mm. yeah if he found a bunch of snakes he would have grabbed all of the snakes he found none of the snakes but he double checked everywhere had to look that's around good. yeah it was really good yeah and um also with my parents house my father has finally got his dream man cave um <laughs> with the shed mum has finally given him permission to have his man cave yes. and it already has a bar set up in it yeah and um you know, uh, my parents raised a alcoholic bartender. Low. <laughs> Aren't all bartenders alcoholics at some point? Like, it's how we get through. I think most of them are. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to obviously help dad redo that bar. And in his garage as well, it seemed like the previous owners were turning it into kind of like a little granny flat to mm. either rent out the main house or to rent out the granny flat. I'm not 100% sure, but I were doing renos and stuff like that. And there's just a little side room which looks like it could be like a bedroom and my i've convinced my father and he has agreed to (laughs) let me take over part of his man cave to 
to turn his little back room into our own little recording yeah. kind of thing, which will be really fun. And they were already in the middle of like remodeling anyway, so yeah. that's just going to be fun. I'm going to be able to smash a bunch of walls. I can paint shit. I can yeah. draw penises randomly yeah. and see if my mother can find them. She's going to hate that. She already told me I'm not allowed, but I'm going to anyway. Love. <laughs> but yeah, that was just really neat. And um, also, when we were there on uh, Thursday, we noticed the rubbish bin and it was full as all fuck. And yeah. it's not disgusting. And when we were over Friday, bins were going out on Friday. And we didn't think to put the bin on the road Thursday before we left. So, Dad went oh over early God. Friday morning. I forgot. Yeah. We all forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, we were all there. We Whoops. were talking about the bin going out on Friday as well. We didn't think to just put it on the curb yeah. before we left. No, I was we all just distracted by your dad driving the truck. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> that is very fair, Lil. Oh, oh well. But yeah, Dad went over like super early. I don't know how early, but apparently it was super early, according to him, uh, oh. to put the bin out. And uh, when he turned the corner, he saw that all of the bins were already taken. He's like, oh, Fuck. that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, so we just got up super early yeah. and went for a drive for nothing. I was like, so well. It must be like really fucking early yeah, in that I was area. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, because my father can wake up at 4 a.m. Yeah, if he tells himself he needs to be up early, he can that's wake up weird. early. Yeah, and yeah, I'm like, I don't know how early he got up, but normally when it comes to bins, dad will get up before like 6 a.m. So I feel like he could have gotten up at like 4.35 to drive down the road. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, they're already gone. I was like, lol, lol, but I will put those out this week for them. That'll be nice. (laughs) Mainly because if I don't and they'll be here in two weeks. So if the bin is never empty, then I'm going to get a horror yelling at I had two weeks to empty the bins and I just fucking forgot for oh two well. weeks. Like, oh well. Bruh. Bruh. Set a reminder. Mm. Low. Uh, but on Saturday as well. Saturday? Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> on Saturday as well. Because um, my parents were here and um, we all went over to my aunt's house for a barbecue and it was really nice. We had a whole bunch of family over, like family, friends, and all of that too. Um, it was really nice. And mum has a dog, my auntie has two dogs, and um, they. Uh, they are trained, but not properly trained. And it's hilarious because one time my father made a comment about the fact that my dog Nana isn't trained because she was barking on at the balcony. Like she was on the balcony, she was barking at him. And he was like, yeah, like she's not very well trained. Yet when we were there at dinner, his dog, which is technically my mom's dog because dad really didn't care, but... But uh, their dog Stella and the two other dogs, Cairo and Myra, were bugging everyone for their food and just harassing everyone and not listening. And they were running inside whenever they could and not listening when people were trying to get them out. And I was saying to Brandon, whenever like it was just the two of us together, I'm just like, I swear to God, if Nana was good with other dogs, I would have brought her just as a mad flex. Yeah. She's 100% trained. I don't know what your dad was talking about. Just as a mad flex. Like, yes, she has her moments where she won't listen, as most dogs do. But also, she knows that if we change our tone, mm. then she's done for. Oh, yeah. Like, obviously, we're not going to kill her or no. beat her up or anything. No, no. But, like, she knows that tone is like, oh, shit. Okay, no. Oh, yeah. Like, I need to listen. Yeah. And, like, we've also trained Nana to have manners. So, whenever we're yeah. eating, if we or anyone else tells her, go away, or, like 
no or anything like that she will leave she might go to another person mm. but she tends to not go back to that same person if she's been told to go away yeah and then it doesn't take a long to figure out she's not getting food and then just yeah. goes off especially because then she also looks at me and brandon and then realizes we're staring right at her and yeah. then she's just like okay i can't yeah. go to everyone else might be and then yeah. she'll just trot away yeah but she'll like come over for attention and that's fine and yeah. sometimes she tries to be sneaky and it's like i only want attention i'm only coming over here for attention oh and it's your plate what a coincidence yeah and then we're like no you sneaky little bitch and she's yeah. like ah, i tried and then she'll trot out which is yeah, kind of well, funny like yeah. you can see when she's like actively being <laughs> sneaky and conniving to try and get her way and it's yep, really funny but bruh it'd just be a mad fucking Boy. flex yeah yeah well, and it's fine yeah and when i came home on saturday and i was kind of telling nate and like just wanting the mad flex and i was using examples and like actually using the commands for nana i was saying them <laughs> quietly but she just happened to be lying on the ground next to me and every single command she perked her ears up to look at me <laughs> to double check if it was an actual thing and i'm like and you say my dog's not trained oh. Like, That's ridiculous. Ugh, she is not perfect. She never will be perfect. I don't think any dog is perfect. I think that's unhealthy if your dog's 100% perfect. Working dogs. Working dogs in regards to like Are service. They all the time? Service oh, dogs. Though, yeah, I'm, like, a, I'm thinking like pet, pet, not like oh. working. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. General yeah, pet. Yeah, 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 yeah. General pets. <laughs> Not meant to be perfect. Yeah. Not at all. If they're like a working dog, obviously you have higher oh, expectations. Yeah. But just as a general family pet, yeah, no. they are not expected to be perfect. And Nana is nowhere near perfect. Sometimes I will have to say her name a couple of times because she chooses to ignore me. Yeah. But also she knows that in those instances where she ignores me, she's not going to be in a whole fuck ton of trouble. Nah. Yeah, it's normally if Nate's coming over and she's just going ham at the door and I'll say her name and she'll ignore me because she knows that I'm really she's not going to... She is getting better. But yeah, she knows I'm not going to get super mad if she ignores me. But if I say her name and then she hears me get up or if I have to tell her, because I, I love saying this to her, I'm just like, if you make me get up, I swear to fucking God. <laughs> and that normally gets her to listen and she'll either move away if I've told her to or she'll actually come to me. I'm like, yeah, you fucking lucky you didn't make me get up, bitch. Can't make mom I'm get up. mad. <laughs> No, we work smarter, not harder. And if I don't have to fucking get up, I don't fucking want to, you dumb bitch. Ugh, ugh. But sometimes can do a very mad flex with her, especially like whenever I feed her dinner. That's just my favorite flex Mm. with her and her training. And she's very much a food-driven dog. Um, and like I'll like we have a whole bunch of different tricks and if anyone else is feeding her i don't expect them to do every single amount of trick that brandon and i might do i might get them to like just be like at least make her sit you know she has to do a trick like beg or pour like whatever if i remember if i don't remember she normally sits anyway and waits for you to tell her that she can eat that's generally her thing yeah brandon and i would make her do extra tricks because obviously we're her parents so yeah i mean we can be a little more picky i just usually do like about three tricks before eating yeah Yeah, and like Nana's easy to do that and sometimes I like to fuck her around but my favourite flex because I know how food driven she is (laughs) is after I've made her done all of her tricks and I can see it on her face that she's like, yes, I'm done, food time I will make her sit stay and wait and I will walk out and I will just keep my back to her and Uh, I know exactly where I can walk out where she can still see me and when I stop and turn I'll be able to see her and that's my biggest flex is just to kind of walk out, I might pat the cat (laughs) 
I might look on my phone. I might just stand there and just kind of like scratch my head a little yeah. bit. And then I'll just turn and look at her and she's just dead eyeing yeah. me. Because and she's waiting and she's like, I swear to fucking like, God. Mom, mom. Yeah. She's got like the slippy paws because oh, her paws are so fluffy so and furry. Yeah. And she's like, like slipping and pushes. Like, I swear to fucking God, mom, please, please. And yeah. And then it's just like, yeah, right. Go on. Yeah, and then she God. just dives into the food and it's just my favorite flex. Yeah. yeah. And I guess another fun thing is just to go up to her and shove my hand, uh, like, in her bowl and around her face when she's eating. Just to make sure she's not, you know, resource guarding, because we never want that. Yeah. It's good to know when your dog is reactionary and how they react to a certain situation. Just in case. 100%. Yeah. And we know Nana so very well. We know most of her cues Mm. and, like, stances and noises, things like that. Most things we can tell. Other things, we could be a little confused and we're like, what do you need? Like, what do you want? Yeah. Yeah, there are some moments. But, yeah. What do you want? Yeah, I think one time when I hugged her and she was standing up, um, (laughs) I didn't notice this, but some part of her fur got caught on my bracelet and she just did a little yelp and it was something different that we had never heard so Brandon and I were like looking at her like oh my god are you okay and then she just kind of looked at me she was still super happy but yeah, she was more just letting me know that like her fur just kind of got a little caught well, and yeah, then I went it's like ow fuck yeah pretty much and yeah because it was such a different noise but then like she was still happy yeah. she was still wagging her tail her ears were fine she yeah. like had the happy smiles yeah nice and relaxed body I was just like okay so you're not actually hurt and yeah. then like that's when I kind of saw my bracelet was kind of furred up and I was like oh yeah because then yeah I kind of like I moved I could easily move my hand away so it was kind of like as I moved to hug her something could have just gotten caught and then just kind of like pulled out which was the yelp it wasn't a big clump of fur I would have felt real bad yeah it was just like a little bit I'm like oh Miss Nana I'm sure shall we but it's it's like little things yeah, little things that make you love your animal, and little things that make you want to fucking yeet them off a fucking building. Small things. Yeah, like when we came home and she had managed to find the fucking oh uh, cheese ball chip packet oh and God. take it to her bed so yeah. she could hide the evidence and yeah. eat it in secret. Yeah. <laughs> you left a whole fucking huge mess like right in the bedroom. I know. If she hadn't have left the mess right in the bedroom, like, we may not have noticed for a while. Oh, right on cue. Do you mind? Swear to God. She's crazy sometimes. Oh. Grumpy today. Oh, she is grumpy. Psycho dog. Yeah. Nana's a bit psycho sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. But we love her. Yeah, we do love her. But, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it from us um yeah. yeah if you want to come hang out with us on wednesday well yes. considering it is still mental health week yes um you know we'll get a, go a little bit more into that mm. um on wednesday because again medicinal cannabis yep, that's us that's and awesome. yeah we'll be going through a few of those things which have been helping with our mental health problems yep. on wednesday if you want to learn a little bit more up to you yep. you do you baby yeah you do you, baby boo. I don't <laughs> mind. <laughs> but Nato Beto. What's up? What's up, dude? What's up on fuck of the day, bruh? On fuck of the day? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, here's one. Um, 10th of October, mm-hmm. 1899. Mm. Isaac right. R. Johnson, African-American inventor, patents the bicycle frame. Oh. Right. Patents the bicycle. Yeah. Bicycle must, frame. Yeah, that must have been like the super big one. Was that like the first like bicycle kind of design? I don't know. All I'm thinking is the really 
big whale, whale, small whale. Yeah. yeah. Those are the main ones I'm thinking yeah. of, and I'm just like, would it be something like that? I'm like, would it be something a little different? But that's really neat. I didn't have oh. a photo to reference, but just a bicycle frame. Oh, well, that's just I rude. I think those ones were maybe called something different, maybe. So maybe it might just be the actual you know what? bicycle. Maybe. Maybe. I think. Hmm. But, but that's um, really neat. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Bicycle. Dang. 18.99. Dang. Yeah. That was a minute ago, dang. Uh, yeah. We're in 22 now. Yeah. 2022. 2022. 22. Taylor's version. <laughs> Taylor deserves everything. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Not full on Taylor stands, but Taylor deserves everything. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. But our multicultural Yay. word of the day. Let's hear it. Yes, uh, comes from our lovely Frenchies, Wee Wee Baguette, me, low. <laughs> um, our word is mercredi. Mercredi? Yeah, that was pretty good. I'm obviously not as good as French as I am with Māori, so I, it sounded good to me. No, mercredi is mercredi. Wednesday. Yeah, that's okay. Wednesday. Yeah, when I learned Mercredi. that, I was yeah, because I um I'm learning French through Duolingo, and yeah, when it was like mercredi, and I was like, mercredi. what? And it was like days of the week, and I'm like, what? What, what could that be? And at first I was like Monday, because it starts with an M, but then yeah. I was like, nah, that's probably stupid, and I clicked the wrong one, and then it was like Wednesday, and I was like, oh, mercredi, Wednesday. So yeah, there's a fun one for us cool. yeah come see us on our mercredi <laughs> episode yeah <laughs> with the weedy witches what out with your high besties yeah 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 but um with that guys um our lovely little magenials uh live laugh love karen i'm gonna go throw up bless your heart for like an hour <laughs> Bye. Bye.